On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about whooping the Titans at home. If you haven't already, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod and our website, PackersPodcast.com. Down and seven. Rodgers backs up. Throws. Adams touchdown. Green Bay. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the MVP race. Is down to one man. Jair haunting receivers' dreams like the boogeyman. Henry is Tractor Cito, more like a minivan. Packers wouldn't have won if it weren't for the refs. Jim Halpert, deadpan on the Pack It Up Packers podcast. <laughs> How we doing? Yo, hey. feeling good coming off of that one. Woo. So this is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey, hey, hey. Yellow. If I were to tell you that this game at no point was even remotely close would you have thought it in your wildest imaginations? No, not not my wildest dreams. Never. Well, it was 20 to 14 at one point, right? It was. It didn't feel like it, though. Didn't feel like it. I, I mean, I don't know what else to ask for here. This was probably their first complete showing. Yeah, and and even even going, uh, we were only up, what, 1914? Yeah, 1914. Even that, I, 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 I wasn't scared. You know, Tannehill got away. It was a bad, bad containment uh, up the middle, um, and he scampered for a 45-yard touchdown. But other than that, this defense played lights out. And it, that was the style of the defense we were queuing up on Derrick Henry. So, of course, that play was going to be open for Tannehill. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, w- I had the same vibe when that happened. It's like, ah, they're going to get one. You know, like th- that's just going to happen. We still felt in control of the game. And I don't know if you can blame it all on weather. I mean, it they kept wanting to go back to like, well, maybe the Titans can't find their footing and maybe they're going to build up confidence over the course of the game. And I'm like, I'm like, didn't they warm up in the snow? Yeah, they did. We had snow in Nashville. It was cold as hell. They practiced in it. So they have no excuses. Um, Everybody looked sure footed. I mean, they normally slip when it's not snowing more than when it was. Yeah. We slipped less. Um, I mean, Devontae Adams was doing whatever he wanted in the grass, so I don't understand why they say their wide receivers were having issues. Um, I, I mean, Corey Davis, I mean, he he, he pl- played up in Michigan, at Western Michigan, so he has to be used to playing in the snow. So it, it didn't make much sense to me. So let's talk about this offense that put up 448 total yards. <laughs> Rodgers had the same number of incompletions as he did touchdowns and boys AJ Dillon just arrived holy mackerel 21 carries for 124 yards and two touchdowns and I want to say his first like four or five carries were all kind of like one or two yards and then from there on out it didn't matter whether he was bouncing outside or inside he was gaining so let's talk about this offense that, I mean, a, a missed extra point, which forces a, set, a two-point conversion, a missed field goal, which we'll get to at some point. But it almost felt like they could have done more 
Um, and maybe if that block field goal would have counted, we would have gotten the ball back with more like 220 left and probably would have scored another time uh, in the first half. But let's talk about this offense that, by all means, I think we thought they had to have a big game. They had to be in that mid-30s or above. But my goodness, they're 40 points and they could have done more. I, I don't know how you defend this offense anymore. And it, they go to Devontae whenever they want. And if you're going to press him, he's pretty good at beating the press. And if you're going to stay off him, they're just going to chuck him the ball and let him play basketball against you one-on-one on the outside of the field. A.J. Dillon coming on couldn't have been better timing. I mean, the guy misses a month, give or take a couple weeks, from COVID. And now Dexter Williams gets called up from the practice squad because Jamal Williams is out with the quad. Aaron Jones goes down with a hip, fights through it, but you really need someone to pull through here. And Dylan just goes off out of the blue. I mean, that was amazing. And now you've got a three-headed rushing attack. I mean, how, how do you defend this? Yeah, it. and honestly, the credit to this offensive line, holy cow. With Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay back, we are back to being unstoppable. On the left side, definitely. And even Turner, I love him at guard. He actually plays pretty good inside. Uh, instead of getting turned on the out, you know, it, it, it looked just like they are so co- cohesive of a unit, even though we've been changing spots week to week. Um, and yeah, you know what? what? There were multiple third and shorts where we ran up the middle and it was mm-hmm. successful. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> we haven't what? seen that all year. Yeah. And what AJ, AJ Dillon would take people with him, you know, yes, Williams and Jones run very hard, but they don't have that type of strength where they can just carry someone i mean he was carrying kevin byard at times and uh, david long i mean it was very impressive what he did um with the with the great holes also he just couldn't carry himself into the stands for the lambo <laughs> 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 he, he even had that little shoestring catch on a screen pass that mm-hmm. i think it went for a negative yard even but um, he even showed the hands to be just enough of a weapon in the passing game. I, I don't, I don't know when Jamal comes back how much you're able to mix AJ Dillon in, but if he's that fourth quarter five to eight rush guy, I mean, we yeah. had a we had a drive in the fourth quarter. Jair deflects a ball going for Johnny Smith on on fourth down at the ten for the Titans. So there's eight thirty left in the fourth. We do a six minute drive, and if the game wasn't finished, it got finished there, right? We go up forty to fourteen officially. So that ability to do those long sustained fourth quarter drives is playoff mm-hmm. that's playoff football right there that was yeah, awesome we we outgained them in time of possession almost 14 minutes i mean that's un- insane and it, it gives your defense so much rest um you saw how fresh our defense was even going into the fourth um the the pass rush uh, we'll touch on that sorry but yeah uh getting back to AJ Dillon I I am fine letting go of Aaron Jones now, boys. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Um, oh. I, I feel I feel like the coaches and GMs obviously have seen this in practice. You know, we don't get that pleasure, um, but seeing him in prime time get stepping up because yes, he thought he was going to get some action, but Aaron Jones was beat up, um, and I think he stayed in to try to save his you know save his behind and maybe have a chance to stay, but there. I mean, there's no way. Sign Jamal Williams, try to get back Lindsley in the offseason, keep this offensive line together, and look look out. I mean, the, the sky's the limit with this offense. I will say 
when we when we drafted AJ Dillon, and I brought it up multiple times in our text conversations, that I love the idea of the Packers having this thunder and lightning backfield. You saw it um, when it was Kamara and uh, what's his face? It's at the Ravens now. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, where you just have a big boy and you got a fast guy. And I, I think that this is a perfect matchup. Now, that being said, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves that A.J. Dillon did this and we automatically assume that he is our number two moving forward. I think this was a perfect scenario of weather. I think this is a perfect scenario of just having confidence. Uh, do I expect at some point in time that we can rely on A.J. Dillon as kind of a guy that's going to are going to run over people? Absolutely. And would love for him to be our fourth quarter guy when people are tired and he just does what he needs to do. But this running group as a whole, if you remove Tim Boyle's beautifully executed knees, (laughs) 34 rushes for 237 yards, equaling seven yards a carry. And it didn't matter whether it was Dylan Jones or even Rogers was at 6.3 with, I don't necessarily like him cutting to the inside to get those extra yards, but it's just – it's unbelievable. And we didn't quite have the greatest passing game, but in a in a kind of crappy weather and with what Adams was doing, it didn't really matter if yeah. Tanyan got multiple hits. It didn't really matter if Lazard was open all the time. It's, it's just incredible to see this offense, if we can become uh, this juggernaut in terms of – game planning we trust our coach mm. to game plan oh we're gonna have to rely on the run all right here's the game plan for that oh we're gonna mm. have to chuck mm. the ball here's the game plan for that i i think it's absolutely outstanding and super yeah. fun to watch and there, i, I want to bring this up there are a ton of firsts that happened in this game uh, a newbie dominique daphne had his first catch uh, and actually played a good amount um Fusi brought it up beforehand he was only what two snaps three five three, three. Five snaps behind uh, Mercedes. Yeah. yeah, so, that, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Um, EQ had his first touchdown ever in the NFL. Couldn't hey, believe that. On Year that one, did you, guys, did you guys notice it? Just from the get, he beat Desmond King. Oh, and he, yeah. And as he runs off the screen, you're like, I think he's open. And then Rodgers <laughs> throws the ball, and you're like, it was. That was easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, A.J. Dillon, obviously, first touchdown, first 100-yard game. Um, Aaron Rodgers became the first number one quarterback for most touchdowns thrown in Lambeau field ever, which is pretty cool. And, uh, most touchdowns thrown in a quarter in a season. Uh, so 20, a, 22 in the stat. second quarter, right? <laughs> they put it up there. Like he had just eclipsed, you know, some, some NFL record. That's like everyone knows about. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. That, Where do they even pull one, those stats? Like who, who has that weight? And he's got one game left to add to it. Like, oh, boy, I'm at the edge of my seat. So, talk about a couple things, though. And we have to highlight sort of what the Titans did that was surprising. First of all, from a complete game perspective, we were actually doing orbit motions in the second half. And if you listen to us throughout the year, those motions tend to go away. and We play a little more of a static pre-snap offense in the second half. So credit to... I don't think this one's necessarily a Rodgers credit, but credit to the coaching staff that they kept that play calling aggressive. Uh, Maybe it was just schematically to open up the run and and keep some lanes going for A.J. Dillon, but uh, it was something I took note of. Credit to the offensive line because, Josh, you highlighted Jeffrey Simmons and the damage that he could do up the middle, especially against the Lindsay not at 100%, and I don't really remember hearing his name. Nope. 
But and with that, I thought Lindsay Lee actually, if you would have told me, like if it was just a blind sampling and said this guy hasn't been playing the last three weeks, I would have never known. I thought he looked he was owning the linebackers. Like, unreal. He was just pushing people back left and right. Now let's talk. What were the Titans doing trying to match up a Dory Jackson on Devonta Adams? Who knows? <laughs> I we all thought we all thought they would put um Malcolm, Malcolm Butler. Butter on him, and they did butter. the second half. <laughs> yeah, Butter. Uh, he played like Butter last night, but. Uh, he he did cover him in the second half, and he couldn't even stick with Adams. So I I don't think they had an answer on that squad. There was a double team. Devontae's second touchdown, was it? It was Vaccaro and Malcolm Butler double teaming him, yeah. and he still just stopped on a dime and backtracked, and it wide open in the end zone. And that third touchdown, that drop in the bucket from Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, you can't ask for more. What a throw. The, the level these guys are playing at, to target a guy 12 times. And have 11 catches, three for touchdowns. In the snow. That's just doing what you want. That That's fun. Mm. The potential here, I, I felt like this was like an NFC championship game. And maybe mm-hmm. it was just the hype that the Packer fans were putting on it. But it's, it's almost a bit of a letdown now because you're like, oh, we're still regular season. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like Ryan was saying, okay, so we hit Devontae Adams and we owned in the run game. Okay, say they stop Devontae Adams next game. Okay, Tunyon's going to open up. Lazard will open up. Uh, Tavon Austin may get going uh, and learn some. They seem just a little off, him and Rodgers. You know, it's, it's yeah. just a little bit off. Um, but if he could get going, I think it just adds another weapon to this offense that is already operating so efficiently. I, I think there is even more to come. Well, and I found it strange, no targets for MVS. He has these games where he just goes quiet, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the game plan didn't call for it. But, you know, to dive into the weeds a bit on the Tavon Austin piece, Tyler Irvin comes back healthy. you got to remove a piece from this, right? you got to r- remove yeah. Daphne from the situation and go with less tight ends. I know Dexter Williams was called up, but that's Jamal Williams' spot. But it it did. They almost have <laughs> it's too many. Like, yeah, what a first world problem. <laughs> we have we have too many weapons, and we still need another wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, too many Indiana State tight ends. We just got to let one go. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I will say it was soul crushing. Uh, I watched the second half of the Rams game, and there were moments mm-hmm. where I go, "Oh my God, they're gonna pull this off." And this game, if we would have wrapped up the number one seed with this style of win, I I. I don't know if I would be more giddy for a game in the last eight years. Like it was just so fun to see some things looking ahead, which I thought were really interesting. Rogers is at 47 total touchdowns. So if he gets three more touchdowns of any variety in this game against the bears, he will have 50 touchdowns on the season. And if he is able to somehow throw for four touchdowns, he will have the fifth most uh, passing touchdowns in a season in NFL history. Wow. And one last thing with his counterpart, Adams, at 17 touchdowns. If he gets one more, he ties Sterling Sharp for the Packers record. If he gets two more against the Bears, he will move not only past Sterling, but into the third most in NFL history for one single season with wow. missing basically four games this year. You just gave me the chills. Holy moly. And I did I did multiply it out. I removed the Detroit game that he only played like three snaps. 
he would be on pace with a whole healthy season of over 1,700 yards and 23 touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. 23? <laughs> yeah. Wow. He would have tied Randy Moss for most touchdowns in an NFL season if everything went correctly. But let's turn our attention to the other side of the ball, which I am I am blown away by this defensive performance. Uh, I think – I would put more emphasis that the defense showed up more so than the Titans uh, just completely uh, crapped the bed. It is amazing. This Titans team in the four prior games of this game were averaging nearly 40 points a game, 39.5. Derrick Henry was going off for well over 150 yards on average. He's held under 100. Tannehill is held under 50% throwing with a touchdown and two interceptions. I believe we had the most pass deflections all year long with 10, Jair and Savage splitting it at three each. Mm-hmm. I mean, boys, there was a lot of things to like about this defense this game. That's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. It is. We knew this was in them. And it, this isn't something you can do for like a month straight, but we knew this performance was in them. And what a time to show up. We talked in the preview episode that, these guys knew that, you know, their identity was going to be judged based on their performance last night. And they came out and they showed that their reputation was on the line and, and they were playing like it. It was so much fun to watch. I think it all started with the edge guys, right, Josh? 100%. Gary, holy cow. He is a beast. <laughs> and he played like a beast last night. He set the edge. We have been missing it all year. Um, Preston did the same. Uh, Zadarius, when he was out there, he played great. Um, but Gary was a beast and he set it up so people could make the play inside. And then if the player decided to come his way, guess what? He'll just throw off the block and get you anyways. Um, it was very impressive what our edge rush did in this game. Um, and also Kenny Clark, um, mm-hmm. he, he had a tough battle uh, up the middle, uh, with their, probably their best offensive lineman, Ben Jones, the center. Um, but he, he threw him aside a couple times and made some tackles for loss. I think one or two. Um, but very, very impressive what that front, the front line got accomplished, holding Henry under 100 yards. I know it was only by two yards, but under 100 yards. Yeah, for Derrick Henry, that's awesome. And do you think, I mean, schematically, you have to give some credit to Petten here because there were multiple formations where we essentially had six D linemen. We had two edge rushers and four guys with their hands in the dirt, uh, and that probably allowed – Preston, Zadarius, and Rayshon to be more active, to hold the edge and force the pressure back inside. And then the safeties mm-hmm. were coming in and making sure how many tackles of Derrick Henry were just one guy. It, it felt like all of them were three, four guys jumping. Yeah, up the yeah. It, it was amazing to see how many yellow hats were there. And because the defensive line was getting so much pressure, it allowed the secondary to play more aggressive. Um, they they were jumping routes instead of, you know, holding back to make sure it wasn't a double route. Uh I mean, Savage should have had two incredible interceptions. Um, he was where, gone on that drop, right? He, oh, 100%. He was going 100 miles an hour. Mm. It felt like he had ran five yards already with the ball, and then you realize he had dropped it. Rewatching the game today, I'm like, how did he drop that thing? I, I'm convinced that was a touchdown. The, yeah. the safeties were awesome, and Savage with deflections, interceptions, and he rushed the passer a few times and got in. Mm-hmm. The, the and, whole— what what you're saying, Petten's game plan, uh, it, it, it was just amazing to see how the Titans did not know where the pressure was coming from on, on most plays. It was coming from 
King King blitzed. I mean, he had multiple different secondary people blitzing, lining up on the line of scrimmage, dropping into coverage. Um, our man to man. Uh, I think that was probably the most we played man to man in a game, and it was solid. Uh, Sullivan lacked a little bit in this one, um, and then zones. They were confusing Tannehill so much with the change from blitz to zone with our secondary. He didn't know who was dropping into coverage and where. Um, so it, it was just amazing to see how much not only we dominated them, but confused them and they didn't know what to do. Are you saying Sullivan struggled because of giving up the touchdown or after rewatching it and he struggled in general? Yeah, he, he, last week he played a phenomenal game. Uh, so I, I was probably expecting too much, but he, he, he was, uh, off, off of the players a little too much and gave him a little right. bit too much space. Yeah. Gotcha. I didn't even notice that part but the one thing i did notice is i'll never ask for a shadowing from jair ever again because mm-hmm. they didn't do it today uh, or last night he was on johnu smith a couple times and yeah. I, and i and i don't think it was just zone coverage i think he was on johnu and i'm like really like we're, we're putting kevin king as our one and Shannon as our two in that situation i found it interesting and i, f- I saw a play where the pre-snap lineup Corey davis is in the slot and Preston Smith is lined up against him. Man, oh, man, he's, he was like five yards back, and the Titans actually ran it to the other side. And I'm thinking, boy, why didn't Tannehill check that to a pass? Like, just do a little bubble screen there and make mm-hmm. Preston tackle him in open field. Said, so I think the Titans missed a couple opportunities, but you know, playing that that good of defense against this offense that has put a lot of people, you know, to shame. Quite frankly, they, they've made highlight reels out of some guys. Uh, we didn't we didn't have a guy that had a dynamic stiff arm, you know that that got smashed into the earth. So I'm happy with this game. I, I don't know is how that, you is that bad that that my number one point was that no. we didn't have an embarrassing stiff arm. Yes, like, holy <laughs> <Yeah>. moly. <laughs> no, and and the only like semi embarrassing was Black uh, getting truck stick, but he still brought him down. So no, like, Vernon Scott. Vernon Scott. Oh, Vernon Scott. Keep, yeah, I keep saying the wrong name. Vernon Scott. Yeah. Yeah, he he had a nice game too, and he he got rolled over, but he brought him down as part of it. That actually might have been the only like one on one tackle that I can remember. Yeah. Um. So he he ended up with three tackles. I, I, the question here is, where do you go from here? I feel like I don't know if we're ready to transition to what next week might look like, but I feel like you can only set yourself up for a letdown after what we just watched. I don't know. I I think this secondary has so much confidence right now, and. Rashawn Gary coming back healthy. Um, I think there's just the little umph this defense needed to push it over the edge. Like we've been saying, they have the pieces. They just all need to be playing and play smart. Um, and they are. Um, they're, they're predicting plays before they happen. We're seeing more turnovers. We're seeing more sacks. We're seeing more pressure overall. I mean, what they have been able to do, not only this week, but in the past couple weeks, they are continuing to improve their play so i think i think there is something exciting to be seen next yeah. week also they only got to do it four more times yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that's the mindset i have after watching this it's like okay there's no reason we don't get to the super bowl yeah yeah we have to play below our average level of play to miss the super bowl right now 100 percent yeah, I, I am worried as we do look ahead. We have the Bears in Chicago. It's been flexed to an afternoon game. And now that game is incredible for so many reasons. A, we win number one seed. 
if the Bears win, there's actually a chance they somehow make the playoffs, even though there was a span where they were trying their best to get Nagy fired and everything was going off the rails. But I do agree with you. It's a little – it has trap game written all over it in terms of we've dominated them historically. We took absolutely care of business earlier this year. I think we do so well against Mitchin, and we somehow find ways of beating up this defense that's stellar against everybody else. But it goes back to this rushing game. We did so well against Henry. David Montgomery is having quietly a awesome He's going season. off and ever since unreal. he played us. Real, yeah. It, mm-hmm. Five straight games of going over a hundred all-purpose yards. Uh, it's it's touchdowns in every game. It's it's not it's not a pushover. And so I think we do need to be ready that hey, you did it once, and that was a really really great guys. But we do need it again. Um, and the good news is, I mean, if we can get our running game at least stout enough to stop Henry and Montgomery, I, especially in the NFC, I, mm-hmm. I, I am just fine with where this defense is heading into the playoffs. And, and if we get the one seat, I don't, I don't see anyone. Standing a chance. I, I hold on. Hold Watch yourself. <laughs> I, I, I'm, that's how confident I am with this offense. Yes, I think the defense has its holes, but this offense is just clicking at another level. Who is going to stop us? Ourselves. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, that's yeah. that's oh, the answer you know for the your offense. Answer? Yeah, you know your answer. That's, Special teams that oh, once again almost oh. screwed us over. Crosby, I don't know. This is his fourth uh, extra point miss, which, uh, granted, fourth, the weather yeah. was weird. What? Okay. But that blocked field goal, that definitely wasn't offsides. And, uh, I mean. That was a Rick I, Wagner missed the block, I, it looks like. And, hey, Sean Meninga, my buddy old pal, <laughs> when you're kicking the ball off to the 10 and they're returning it to the 35, maybe try a squib kick. I mean, this is perfect weather for just dump the ball in the snow and make them fumble it around trying to pick exactly. it up. Exactly. They actually did it to us, and Malik Taylor struggled picking it up. So he he saw what it could do for you, and he stills like, nah, we're gonna kick it to the ten and let him have twenty five yards. Unreal. What? That was so dumb. It, no squib kicks. The entire game was <laughs> the dumbest thing I could have thought of. He's yeah. Just go away. I. I <laughs> That's how we lose. You know, you get a, a fumble from the offense and a special teams play that's happening once a week at this point. And, it, you know, we're riding high because we just killed the Titans and it feels good. But, you know, for the last month we've been saying we already know how they lose the NFC Championship game. It's that same formula. It's a, a bad turnover and a bad mm-hmm. special teams play. Mm-hmm. On that downer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Keeping I, it real. I think it's incredible because um, – we talked about the offensive numbers between Rodgers and Adams. Uh, we, I don't think in our wildest imaginations would have thought that we're putting up 475 points this year. I don't think we would have remotely thought that this defense would improve the way it has, which it has, especially towards late. But we have a, chan- a chance here to go back-to-back 13-3 and three years, which is, wow. is in yeah. the NFL – Mm-hmm. I mean, not even in the 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 New England heydays. I mean, there was a lot, lot of twelve and five fours in there. There's eleven and five, and they make. I mean, this is this is quality stuff, and I'm just I'm glad that uh, the people we need to have long term outside of whatever we want to do in that backfield are there. So, and I'm it's a glad fun ride, we, we started the podcast while we're going twenty five and 
five right now. Or 26 How lucky are we? <laughs> because I will say to the listeners, recording a podcast after a loss is like the the biggest trudge to the microphone ever. It's like, I don't want to talk about that game. I, I don't want to watch it again and make notes. So I don't want to see that trash. So the fact that we've rarely had to do it is a treat. <laughs> I mean, that's why we started this podcast was we knew if we did, they would just like lose one out of every four or five games. And look, yeah, we're, yeah, we're actually we're actually backed by Matt LaFleur. And he's yeah. like, guys, I'm about to go on a run. <laughs> I need you to start a way yeah. to talk about how great I am. <laughs> and not to get nitpicky, uh, hey, Matt, we haven't seen those checks yet that we yeah. were promised, so we're holding our end of the bargain here. At least trying to cover the cost of my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it for this episode. I am extremely giddy at our Bears preview coming later this week, but until mm. then... Thanks, everybody. Go Pack Go.